All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, we are going to dive into how many sets and reps you need to build muscle, get jacked, get toned, get lean, get defined, whatever it is that you want to call it. Basically, we are here to change your body composition to help you build more muscle, lose some fat if you are fat, or if you just are like a skinny pile of sticks, uh, you can you can like bulk up. Um, but anyways... That's what we're going to be focusing on here. And um, before, as always, before we dive in, just a quick little life update. Um, I am officially booked for my trip to New York. Just bought my plane ticket today. I got like the last saver ticket, which I was like pretty proud of because like as soon as I pulled it up, I actually use Google Flights. Um, if you don't use Google Flights for like booking your flights, I highly recommend it just because they don't really have, Google doesn't really have any sort of bias to anything. They're like really good at being just kind of that neutral party and they're just basically there to provide a good service. So I am a loyal kind of like Google customer just because of the way that they run things and they like literally put out everything for free. I mean, the fact that they have an entire search engine and an entire freaking drive and like a sort of like Microsoft Office-ish kind of thing for free, uh, that, that just blows my mind and I just love Google and I will be forever loyal to Google for that. Um, but yeah, uh, anyways, uh, back to the original thing, like I highly recommend Google Flights. You can also just go in there and like track that specific flight or you can track like um, certain dates for certain for like certain flights from one airport to another. Um, I tracked that specific flight because I wanted that specific like nonstop flight. And yeah, price went down a little bit today and I was like, okay, I'm going to book it. And like when I went on the website, it was like, oh, only one left. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to buy it right now. So I am fully set and of course it's like non-refundable one so like I I am fully set like I need to do this there's no going back and then I will soon look into like booking um like hotels or even hostels I was actually debating on staying in a hostel for like at least half the time there so I'm gonna be there for eight nights and I was debating between like staying in a hostel for like maybe like three or four nights that way I can get like the more social experience um the money part like yeah I can save a little bit of money but I don't really care about that it like I'm just really paying for this entire experience because I've never been to New York City before um and if honestly like I am a little bit scared I'm a little bit nervous because I feel like it's going to be like a sensory overload because obviously I've never been in a city like that that's that big I mean actually I I don't want to say I've never been I've that was the closest thing I probably was like going to China or going to Japan, but it's just different because those were different countries. So I had kind of a different perspective going into it. Um, but in the sense that I'm still going to be in America and like, I can actually interact and like do all the things there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of nervous because I feel like it's going to be a huge sensory overload for me, but also at the same time, I feel like that overload is just going to be a very memorable experience for me, that one that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And also, one of the things that really kind of pushed me to like book this like vacation, if you will, is because I recently finished the book called Die With Zero, and which I highly recommend, by the way. A brief kind of synopsis about the book is that it's, it's about this guy who, he used to be an engineer and... Um, he, I think he's went through like several professions or he actually, he, I think he was like in finance at one point, he's in an engineer at one point. And so kind of like coming with his engineering background, he was very like analytical and calculated and wants to just like find the most efficient way to do things, which like something that I totally can relate with. I literally find the most efficient way to do things, which reflects in my training, my nutrition, my 
the way I just like schedule things out and just the way I like live life. So with that said, he wanted to basically figure out like the most efficient way to maximize both wealth and also experiences in your life. Because if we really think about life, life is just a collection of experiences. And what most people do is that they get into the mindset of like, oh, I'll save, 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 save. And then they do it so much that they overshoot and end up, you know, dying with a shit ton of wealth that they could have spent and they could have used towards like maximizing fulfillment and maximizing experiences in life. And then of course, like, um, he, he does have a few points where he like, obviously he understands that not every single person is going to be able to do this. Some people live paycheck to paycheck. Um, some people just have different means and are in different situations. So he totally understands that. But it's really about finding your proportion and finding your magnitude of what can you do to maximize both, um, you know, saving wealth and also making sure that you don't, you don't, you don't end up on the streets because you have no savings, but also making sure that you are maximizing fulfillment in your life because, you know, at the end of the day, like we only have this or at, as far as we know, we only have this one life to live. So you might as well just not like waste it, just working and saving money all the freaking time. And the next thing you know, you're 60 and you can't enjoy certain life experiences and you just have all this wealth that you wished you would have spent, but you can't go back in time. So um, all I have to say, like it has definitely changed my outlook around money and just around like yeah, just around like basically spending money for my own fulfillment and making sure I have that good balance of like, okay, I don't want to spend all of my life savings just in case of emergencies, just in case like my car breaks down or something, you know, knock on wood. Um, just in just in case some unfortunate emergency happens, I have the funds to uh, cover that, but also not to get so much into the save, save, save mentality that like, you know, I, I don't enjoy my 20s, which like a lot of people say are like the best years of your life. And also, um, I am like in peak health. And like, we both know that, you know, working out can establish a really good base for you in terms of like a good health and fitness base. But as we both know as well, that as we age, our health just basically starts to decline. And health and fitness, really, all it does is just raise that foundation or raise that base. So for example, a, you know, a 60 year old who has, worked out their entire life is going to be much fitter than a, another 60 year old who didn't work out at all. And so they're just going to have that much higher base. They're going to be able to live quality years for a lot longer of a time versus someone who um, has not done that. And so, yeah, that, that's basically how it's kind of shifted my perspective. I don't want to go too much in this book and just spoil it and, and, and all that and try to sell you on it because I'm not. But um, yeah, it was a good book. I highly recommend if anything, like you don't have to buy it. I literally just went on my local library app and I just borrowed the audiobook and it was free. So yeah, super cool. I think it was like a five, six hour read total. I just listened to it on one and a half times. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much that for a life update. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I am actually leaving for Dallas for like my little work trip that I'm, I'm going to be going to a conference. Um, seeing a bunch of fitness professionals that I look up to in the field present and I'm also going to be renting an Airbnb with a few other people I've met through my like uh, mentorship program thing. Uh, so yeah, super excited to kick it with the boys and enjoy kind of just like a weekend long of like education and also just some fun. We're obviously we're going to have some fun. Enjoy Dallas. I've never been to Dallas. 
Uh, so if you do have any recommendations for Dallas, please let me know. Uh, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email, but um, I would be very appreciative and thankful for that. And also for the New York thing too. But that's not gonna be for another, a little bit over a couple of months. That's gonna be towards end of April and early May, just kind of like um, nine days, nine, 10 days there. Um, so yeah, drop me some recs in uh, Instagram DMs or via email. So yeah, that's pretty much it. But other than that, that's pretty much it for the life update. Um, everything else is pretty much business as usual, just working and grinding away. Um, just trying to like basically set myself up for, for success so that I can have these like like um, vacations or these trips every so often. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how I pretty much like to spend life. I like work hard, grind, 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 and then I just take a break and just go and travel and stuff. That's that's what I like to do. Some people have different things that they find enjoyment out of, but that's what I find enjoyment out of my life. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and dive into the main topic of the episode. I don't want to go ramble on for too long. This is, this is why you clicked on this episode. So yeah, let's dive in. So how many sets and reps do you need to build muscle? Um, I don't really have any notes on this. Uh, again, like nowadays, I sort of like enjoy this like freestyle conversation around like these fitness topics, if you will. Um, I, I, I know that having like a skeleton or having some kind of outline like helps a little bit, but more often than not, like this allows me to, because sometimes I feel like if I just go through a list of things, it, I, often things will just like kind of slip my mind or I just forget about, or I feel like I just have too much structure. And then once I run through, like my mind just kind of like shuts off and it's like, okay, we're done. But with this, it's like I can go into exactly what I want to go over. And then hopefully, hopefully you are getting some sense of like organized information out of this. Um, if you prefer the more like list where I just like bang through a list full of things and then I'll just like expand on certain things that I want to, then definitely let me know. But if you prefer this like more freestyle and like I have no structure and I just kind of dive into basically what um what comes into my my mind in like sequential order which can be literally have no sequential order it just comes as it comes so yeah let me know which version that you prefer but other than that uh man i'm feeling hyper today i've had like i've i'm actually on my second cup of coffee right now i had a cup of coffee this morning had a pre-workout before i worked out and then now my second cup of coffee kind of during the siesta time so i can power through and work more but yeah Okay, I don't want to ramble on for too long. It's been like 10 minutes already. So yeah, let's go ahead and dive into how many sets and reps do you need to build muscle? So firstly, let's go over sets because I think this one's the more controversial one. And yeah, it, it just seems super controversial. And the one that like just has the most discussion around and like no one can agree on one thing. So I just want to dive into this first and basically just show you like what um, the most like recent research seems to show and that's basically it and my opinions on it and you don't have to listen to me you can keep doing whatever you want but this is what i think this is what i my approach this is what i think is best so yeah that's pretty much that so in terms of sets so we have to categorize sets too so a lot of people think about when building muscle they're just like oh just total number of sets or like how many sets do i need to do is it like just like three by ten super simple and then um obviously like me having trained people in person I have an understanding for time management. I have an understanding for like being able to explain things a certain way to certain people like live. So here's the thing about like three sets of 10, three sets of whatever. Like honest, honestly, I feel like any and every trainer has programmed three sets of 10. Like, because that's just the standard because like every 
gym that I've worked at, they just have those like basic sheets that they print out and it's always three sets and you just write in your sets, you just write in your reps. And that's pretty much that. And it's always just standardized to three sets. There's There was no four, there was no two, it's always standardized to three sets. And why is that? Is there something special about three sets? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say really there's anything special. It's just, I feel like it's a good ballpark number of sets where you can get enough sets to kind of practice the movement, but also not too many sets where it takes up too much time and then the, the session gets shortened or it just like feels overbearing and like you, it feels like you're doing an exercise forever. So it's kind of just like that quote unquote sweet spot. Now, obviously my stance and like, um, yeah, I would say my stance, my stance around this has changed over the years. I was thought, oh, it's just three sets of 10. And that's like, that's what you should do. Like, that's how I got into lifting. When I first started, I just did three sets of everything. And I thought like, oh, I need a warm up and then three sets. And then, you know, by the time you finish warming up, that's like five or six sets. So we have to kind of establish what these sets mean. And I always like to think of sets as working sets. So it's the sets that you are going hard in in your workouts because, you know, when you go hard and you push the intensity, this is where the muscle growth happens. This is where the strength gains happen. No one ever, like, got, I wouldn't say no one, but you're going to hit a plateau pretty fast if you don't kind of push the envelope and push the intensity past a certain amount. So in terms of sets, yeah, I like to think about this in terms of working sets. Uh, now, warm-up sets, I don't really count them. I just say like warm-up however you feel is best. Usually two to three warm-ups serves, um, is, is enough for a lot of people. Um, but I find that typically beginners need a little bit more sets just because more sets equals more opportunity more opportunities to practice but also um i feel like you don't also don't need way too many sets like some people go crazy with like five six sets but honestly i think three to four sets is like the perfect amount after having worked with people in person and also from an efficiency standpoint like i said like if after having worked with so many people in like hour block sessions you'll realize that you have to like design programs in a way that are time crunched like you can't just like have people in the gym for an hour and a half to fucking two hours every single time and this is this is kind of this is kind of an off track side track discussion but this is kind of what pisses me off about people who become quote-unquote online coaches and then they've never trained a fucking person in real life or they've never actually worked with anyone and then, you know, they just slap an online coach into the Instagram bio and then all of a sudden they start taking on clients or they can take on clients, right? And that just fucking blows my mind. And meanwhile, they're just good at making fucking catchy videos that get a lot of traction and of course people like uh, buy from them and then they get shit programs and then they don't get results and then they just ruin, pe ruin it for people in the industry. So kind of a, a sidetrack discussion there, but that's what kind of pisses me off because after working for years, like working with people in person, like you start to realize that like not everyone has all this fucking time to work out and not everyone should be dedicating so much time to working out because it's at a certain point, it's just ineffective. Like if you can keep working out for two hours, then at, at a certain point, you're just kind of going to find that your workouts don't become effective because all you're doing is just pushing through tiredness and you're pushing through soreness. And this is something that I, I would definitely experienced as like I was sort of learning the ropes and like figuring out this working out stuff for myself. And that like at a certain point, I just felt like I'm just hitting a wall and like 
I just keep going on the workout because it's a part of the plan. And I'm like, fuck, I can't, I feel like I can't push anymore, but I have like four more exercises to do. And like, meanwhile, my fucking workout list looked like a fucking laundry list of like 10, 11, 12 exercises. So I totally understand that like not everyone has the time to work out and like not everyone should. So kind of like going back to that, like that, that's why I will like die on that hill that like four to six exercises is perfect because if you're truly pushing it and training at an adequate intensity, I think that four to six exercises should take around an hour, even an hour and a half max if you're like really dragging ass. But if you're like really on it, you're not really talking to anyone at the gym, you set your rest timers, you can usually get in and out of the gym by like hour, hour 15 max. So that's that's kind of like my philosophy around like sets. And again, like working sets, hard sets. And then in terms of warm up sets, it's just kind of two to three, however you feel like is enough to nail the movement. Um, but also, but also you can't like just be warming up and warming up and warming up because at a certain point you're going to have to push it. And even like, and this is something that I found too, like just working with people in person, like at a certain point, you're just going to have to go for it and load up the weight and then let your body kind of figure it out. And I'll, I'll be honest too, like you're, it's actually really hard to get injured. And this is something that I've realized, like also working with the PD clinics, that a lot of people think that they aren't as resilient as they are. And this is something that I just need to like constantly practice and show my clients is that you are way more resilient and you're able to push yourself so much harder than you think you can. And I, I think most of it is the mindset thing, but just realizing that you have so much more potential to push yourself in, it's, it's just a life-changing thing. And with that being said, you can keep practicing and your form can look perfect with like lightweights, but at a certain point, like you're just gonna have to load up the weight and then let your body like figure it out because I'll, like, I'll tell you here that like your body won't or like when you are under that heavy weight, sometimes you just like don't realize like how challenging it is going to be to maintain good form until you do load up that heavy weight and you're like, oh shit, I need to like, I need to make sure that I keep with this. I need to make sure I brace with this and I need to make sure I keep this this thing in mind. And so really like one of the best ways you can do to really nail down form and practice a movement is to use heavy weight. And also sometimes I feel like heavy weight just has a better counterbalance to certain things. Like for example, um, if you're like doing, if you're, oh, if you're doing RDLs, for example, if you're doing RDLs, this is a really good example. Like sometimes if you just use like lightweights or if you just use a fucking PVC pipe and you just keep practicing and practicing, the movement just feels fucking weird because you're doing like body weight and you're trying to shift your body weight around. But as soon as like, usually like, this is more often than not that I've experienced with my in-person clients. If you, if I just throw like a pair of heavy dumbbells in their hand, like usually their hip hinge just figures shit out for itself and they can do like the perfect hip hinge because they have enough weight to kind of counterbalance and they can actually feel the muscles working now because they have enough weight in their hands versus constantly just practicing and practicing with light weight. So that's, that's where whatever it's worth. Um, I kind of went off track with the discussion about sets. Oh yeah, but two to three warm up sets. I usually say don't do too many warm-up sets or don't do your warm-up sets too heavy to where you feel like it takes away from your working sets performance because again, your working sets, that's where the money is made. That's where the gains are made. So make sure to save most of your energy for the working sets, but also don't go so light that like you're unprepared to go into the heavy weight. And this is gonna take a, a bit of trial and error to kind of figure out how much weight you should be using. I don't have an exact percentage. I don't have an exact like ratio you should be using for how much weight you should be warming up versus your working sets, but just kind of go by feel. 
Yeah, and you'll notice this that you figure it out. Like at a certain point, you'll feel like like you can lift heavier, but for some reason you just can't. It's it's kind of a weird sensation. But you'll find a point that like you you feel like you can go heavier, but also you can't. And and I would honestly first like look at your warm up sets and like try to dial them back. And more often than not, when you dial them back, you'll find that holy shit, I just have this newfound energy because I'm not tiring myself out before my actual working sets. So play around with your warm-up sets. Now, okay, the big question here in terms of working sets, there's a lot of controversy and you'll hear a lot of the quote-unquote like evidence-based people say 10 to 20 hard sets per week. And this recommendation, like, I mean, it sounds legit at first and like a lot of people say like all these, and they'll like cite all these studies and they'll say that this is where the weight or the majority of the evidence is. But some of it just, ne or not some of it, but this claim just never really felt right to me. Like I've I've always felt that I've just had like a good gut instinct, a good gut instinct about this kind of stuff. And I just had the, this gut instinct where I'm like, that seems like a lot of fucking sets. Like you tell people 10 to 20 sets, obviously people who are like, I want these fucking gains, they're gonna throw in 20 sets per week. And when we really break that down, so for most people, they'll work out maybe like three to five sets total when, when you're including warm-up sets, right? So let's say you do your two to three warm-up sets and then you have your, and most people will do like two, three, four working sets. And so when you have two, three, four working sets, and we're talking about per body part per week. So in terms of like, let's say an av the average person probably just wants to work out around three to four times per week. I mean, some people will work out more, but um, that's just because they're led to believe that they need to be working out this much. But let's say three to four times per week, let's say, they want to grow their quads. So if they need to hit, and, and let's say like, okay, 10 to 20 sets, they're like, oh, 10 is like the lower end, 20 is the upper end. So the average the average person must be thinking like, oh, so I need probably around 15 sets. So if we break that up, they need to do, they need to train their quads. So let's say they do like a set of like hack squats or even just regular squats to target their quads, right? And then they do some leg extensions. Those are two pretty staple, well-rounded quad exercises. So even... If they, they don't include their warm-up sets, they do their working sets. Let's say they do three working sets, right? So let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they have three. That's that's uh, So that's for squats, and then they have three again for leg extensions. So that's three, six. Wednesday is nine, 12. And then Friday is... Uh, freaking, uh, I'm, I'm like blanking. Why am I having a brain fart? Okay, three, six, nine, 12. 15, 18. So that's 18 sets. So that is working out legs three times a week. And you're like just barely scraping by with like 15, 15. I mean, you can knock off like, like one exercise, but even then 15 sets, you still have to distribute it unless like, if you were like, okay, I'm gonna train legs twice a week, then you're doing like four, yeah, four, eight, 12, 16. So you need to be doing four working sets twice a week i don't know about you and like and especially like if you're truly training hard and pushing yourself that's a lot of fucking sets to be do that's a lot of fucking hard sets to be doing throughout the week and you're doing it twice a week like uh, like and and again if you factor in like rest like two to three minutes per set like holy shit that that's a lot of fucking time you're just spending on quads and you start to add in other stuff like glutes hamstrings chest back biceps triceps delts like holy shit then all of a sudden, this is why people think you need to work out fucking hour or two plus hours per week is because they think they need to hit 
so many fucking sets per body part. Whereas, like, the truth is, you really do not need that many sets. And so, after kind of like, um, I don't dive into research myself, but I follow several people who do dive into research. And Paul Carter is one of them, and he like really went into the research and like dug deep around like the truth about like volume recommendations, which is just a fancy way of saying how many sets are recommended for uh, building muscle and strength. And more often than not, a lot of these studies, when they recommend these 10 to 20 hard sets, they're basing it on very short rest times. So these people are resting one to two minutes in between sets. And honestly, if you've seen any of my content, you'll you'll know that like that is way too short of of a rest recommendation and when you increase the rest to two three plus minutes you'll find that the volume recommendations drop because these people do not have to push them or these people are able to push harder so each set that they do is able to rack up a lot more stimulus for building muscle and strength so i i think that like that just kind of speaks for itself like if you rest longer you can push harder and each of these sets are going to be more productive because you're not trying to like oh, fuck, I got to go again, oh, fuck, I got to go again, and you're carrying around all this fatigue, and then that's why you're not making gains because you're carrying around all this fatigue, you're not able to recover from it, and then you try to, like, it's like you're trying to, like, put out the fire of, like, fatigue and recovery, and you're trying to put out the fire by throwing in more paper and shit. Like, you're not actually letting yourself recover, you're not, like, bringing in the water, and you're not, like, snuffing out the smoke. You're just literally throwing more paper and throwing more flammable shit in there. So... In terms of like the the sets recommendations now, it basically like it basically just kind of like cuts it in in a third. Really, like five to eight sets if you're truly going like to failure or close to failure. Five to eight sets per week per body part is like more of like the ideal recommendation. Um, so yeah, there there's the answer for you. Uh, thank you so much for listening and making it this far. <laughs> uh, it took me this fucking long to to give you that like direct recommendation, but. I wanted to definitely set up like all of this pretense before I made these recommendations. So five to eight sets per bo- per body part per week. And then even sometimes less, especially for like more beginner intermediates, because the fresher you are to lifting, the more gains you're going to be able to make doing less work because it's just more of a new stimulus in your body. And so I will say actually five to eight is more like the, and then this is based on anecdote. This is this has like no like actual like paper research behind it. This is just based on my anecdotal experience working with over probably like a hundred people by now, um, or even like a couple hundred at this point. But after just having after just having sort of that sample size of a couple hundred people, it's like made me really think. I'm like, okay, I had to keep these people in a time crunch, and you know, some people even did like half our sessions and they were still able to make gains, and we only did like three sets. And also, like, because I had to cover enough exercises because I didn't want to spend all this time fucking warming up, I sort of developed my own method of, like, training people so that they were both warmed up, but also, like, going in, go, able to, like, push themselves hard into the sets. And I'm just about to, I'm about to give this away. But this is basically more for, like, beginners, intermediates. But having three sets, but having the first set kind of light-ish, where you do like a five, I'm pretty sure I've invented this, but I don't know, I I can't like necessarily trademark this or whatever, but I'm just gonna give it away for free, someone else can steal it if you want, you can steal it if you want, but basically the first set is gonna be like a five to six, second set is gonna be more of a seven to eight, and then last set is gonna be more of like a nine to 10. And sometimes you don't even have to increase weight, this can be like the same weight and you're resting two to three minutes in between sets. So this can even be the same weight because especially if you're, 
newer and you're not adapted to lifting, you could hit that first set. It might feel like a five or six, but you know, obviously as you push your body more and more further into the workout, your body accumulates more of this fatigue. So set two might just naturally increase to a seven to eight because now you're in this more pre-fatigue state. And then now that you are in another oh, even more fatigue state, that last set might feel like a nine to 10 with that same exact weight. So there you go. And then if we can like count it, like some people obviously like only had the means to work with me like once a week and we still made phenomenal fucking progress. And that was like three sets per week per body part. And like, yeah, and it's about like selecting like good movements and like progressive overload. And like these people were still able to add. And I know for, for a damn fact that some of these people were not going to the gym like on days that we didn't meet. So that, that just goes to show like how little you need to actually make progress. Like you don't need to be spending so much fucking time in the gym or like doing so many fucking sets because of some random study that said fucking, oh, 10 to 20 sets, 20, 10 to 20 hard sets per week. And this is where the weight of the evidence sets. So I, I think that coaching honestly is like half art and half like actually research based because the other half of art is like, not everything works for every single person and also just kind of figuring shit out like like just because something is quote unquote optimal does not mean i make every single client do it um because some people some people just can't realistically do it some people are not realistically able to get 10 to fucking 20 hard sets but how am i going to get these people to make progress and how am i because that's what they are paying me and that's what they have hired me to do so i'm not going to be like oh 10 to 20 hard sets and make sure you go to the gym and then of course they don't show up and then they don't get any progress and they're like what the fuck are you doing austin so that that's kind of how my stance has changed on sets um i think that's about that about has covered everything i want to talk about with sets and then we'll go into reps holy shit it's almost been half an hour into this recording but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna finish up pretty quickly with reps and just say that reps doesn't necessarily matter that much because when we look at, look at like obviously it, it matters a little bit towards strength, but in terms of just building muscle, it doesn't really matter at all. You can do hard set a hard set to um, you can do a hard set with say six to ten reps where you get pretty close to failure in six to ten rep range, or you can do a hard set in the ten to fifteen rep range. And the amount of stimulus that it gets for building muscle is about the same. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. You don't need to worry too much about rep ranges. Obviously, there are reasons why I will program different rep ranges. Um, some people just need more reps to practice. Some people just need more reps to teach themselves to keep going and, like, push through that mental barrier of pushing harder. Um, and then some people just don't care about strength all that much, so I will program higher reps. But strength is a pretty high correlation with, like, lower reps on the lower rep range um, just because you are lifting more heavy weight. And so this kind of like trains the strength aspect of lifting. So yeah, that, that's pretty much that. Um, in terms of like, yeah, like I said, reps, I think like the ideal rep range for a lot of people is six to 12. Um, and then some of the movements I will program more like depending, depending on the person, but more often not like nowadays I program like on the heavier side. Um, just because I feel like people just need to get used get used to lifting with heavier weights, uh, but also like you just don't get as fatigued lifting in lower rep ranges versus higher rep ranges. Uh, but like I said, this doesn't mean that this is like a one size fits all. Like I program the same for everyone, and I program everyone the same rep range. But I mix it up depending on what this specific person needs. If I feel like um, this person doesn't really need to lift heavy all the fucking time, then I'll program higher. Or if they just like 
having more of that like pump feeling from doing higher reps. They just like that feeling of doing higher reps. And I will of course program that doesn't mean that they're not making progress, but also like, like my, like one of the focuses I have is like, how can I get this person from point A to point B as efficiently as possible and also make the gains and like get the results that they're actually paying me for. So that's pretty much it for uh, my little sets and reps spiel. Uh, really hope this helped. Uh, thank you for listening and making it this far into the episode. If you're listening on Apple or uh, Spotify podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review. Be sure to leave a written review as well because I do love reading those. And that's pretty much it. Uh, DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email to inquire about online coaching. But that's pretty much it. Hope this episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope this episode has helped you out to, in some capacity. And I'll catch you next week. Peace out.